Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal always looking forward to chatting with my guests hearing what it is they're passionate about and learning from their experiences as well now my guest today is a social entrepreneur he has a passion for art and over the years he realized that artists were struggling being entrepreneurs and producers at the same time so he's bridging the gap between art lovers clients and the actual artists as well He's had quite a journey to get to where he is now. Uh, many of his friends called him Rugunda. Some call him Ndugu. And he's the CEO of Indugu Art Gallery. I do have Godfrey Sirugunda joining me on the Group Cafe. Nice meeting you. Nice and, uh, meeting you. Nice being here. It is just a cozy place. You know. Well, thank you very it. much. I feel like, did you know that our theme in here is white and black? Because you're wearing white and black. Actually, I love, I usually put on sky blue. Okay. Gray and black. So you have your colors. Those Sky blue, gray and, and black. black yeah. Ha, I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I even had to look down to say, see what am I wearing? Yeah, those, those like pretty colors. much all the colors. <laughs> I think the only thing I don't have is maybe pink yeah. for some reason. I now I think I need to get some pink clothes. <laughs> well, Godfrey, it's nice to have you here. Nice you How too. is the new year treating you so um, far? The new year actually has come with a little better twist than 2022. Oh. I have a lot of engagements. I have a lot of uh, events happening. People are booking me here and everywhere. That's fantastic. About, um, we have an exhibition in Dallas coming. So mm-hmm. I anticipate to be part of the team. Mm-hmm. I have uh, a lot of events, the Vumbulas, the events at the gallery. So it's, it's going to be quite a busy year. I have a lot of exhibitions happening as well. At exhibition. Oh my goodness, blessings. And you're totally invited. Oh, thank you. Thank you. you. Visit and private, you know. Thank you so much. I am going to follow up on that invitation. Yes. My daughter is very passionate about art as well. She's right. always trying to find where they're showing and where the galleries are. So, you are just hooking me up right now. Mm, you're hooking me up. So, Tell me, your journey was tricky to get to where you are today. You've had your ups and downs. Let's start with where you were born. Where in Uganda? I was born in a district that was recently locked down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Because of Ebola. Have you checked on your people there? Yeah, I kept They're okay now? It's only my mom down that side. Okay, okay. So we kept chatting each and every day, Mm -hmm. morning, evening, like... You have flu, yeah. Do you have diarrhea? No. You know, stuff like that. But I would love to hear her stories because for the rest of us, it's like we blinked, there was Ebola, and we blinked again and it was gone. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was quite tough, but she's a very hardworking woman. She's mm-hmm. always on her farm and stuff. So mm-hmm. she she didn't have a lot of interactions and, you know, she, she, she used not to meet a lot of people. So she was safe. Okay. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, she was good. And uh, yeah, that's where I was raised, Cassandra. Mm-hmm. It's actually now Cassandra Municipality, Cassandra Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, my father was a member of parliament. Okay. Since CA, that is Constituents Assembly, mm-hmm. for almost three terms. And, you know, he didn't resign but overthrown. So <laughs> some other person mm. took up and uh, recently was an RDC. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it has been a really tough journey. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't remember so much about my town because I used to head home. Oh. Um, by the time I grew up, uh, it was my. P7, 
mm. my mom and dad separated so okay. it was really really tough and since then <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the separation of my mom and dad has really brought effects that i would say um negative mm. and positive at the same time okay like i used the negatives mm-hmm. um and reversed them to be a very hardcore person mm. to become what I am today. Okay. Yeah. So the experiences you went through the negative experiences have given you the strength. They have given me too much strength to push. To push and also make sure that my little siblings because I'm the oldest mm-hmm. um I have to make sure I, I make a trench so that they could follow me and have to make sure this trench is quite you know mm-hmm. built so that the water does not wash us away so okay so i'm guessing that means your father was not really part of your life once the separation happened he was but to a certain extent i would say he didn't add much mm, okay. that, like we expected mm-hmm. you know getting fees was a hassle Mm. and he reached somewhere and he felt like you know guys I'm just helping you I shouldn't be doing this and then he stopped so it was really tough had to go through like I told you even the people around don't know me myself really even when I go there they just see someone coming around my mom's home but they don't know me because I used to hate home mm. I could rather stay at school and be there even for the holidays and maybe just go back home to pick a few stuff and then even come back. for the used, holidays yeah because it because was that, that bad for you it was that bad so okay it wasn't a pleasant you know mm-hmm. <laughs> childhood so okay did uh, that mean you had to move different schools or yeah I, I really moved different schools i actually even almost entered different bad groups okay because of that so that i get a sense of belonging somewhere so mm-hmm. Uh, I used to be so so tiny but so stubborn <laughs> that the teachers could even fail to beat me because they felt like any whip could break me up. So <laughs> How do you handle a child like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so tiny but very stubborn because I, I needed to belong somewhere. It, mm-hmm. was, it was really tough. Okay. Yeah, but I moved a lot of schools. I even went to East High. You know, until my father just decided, you know, I should get this gun somewhere and then he threw me back to Mitiana. There's a school and then mm-hmm. I just go to You know, I just decided no, this has to stop. I have to work on my life. So you made the decision yeah. to settle. I made the decision to settle. That was around uh, form 4. Okay. In 2007 and then decided to work really hard I got a first grade in, in O level mm-hmm. but it was really tough also getting fees and then uh out of 25 points in HSI I got 18 mm. that is I did PCM fine art okay and I made sure I had to get a combination that I could manage because mm. I could only read physics and chemistry math was a hobby to me art was a hobby to me so I'm sorry. I, I know people who say art is a hobby. Not many people say math was a hobby. I really love math. So it's like a language to you. It's a language. Mm. It's a, I really love math and actually I inherited that from my mother. Okay. I think my mother started up to something like primary 6. Mhm. She was good at calculating. Wow. She was just a brilliant woman. Sometimes we uh, wonder if our parents had, you know, more opportunities to go further in school, like yeah, what would have happened? Eh? I, I think she would have ruled this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know her brilliance just overwhelms me. I remember she wasn't good at reading. Mm-hmm. But you could go back home, get a newspaper and you read for her Luganda newspapers mm-hmm. and she could finish the sentence before you finish it. And I thought this woman was very very uneducated until I grew up. 
only to realize that she stopped it for uh, primary six. Wow. She was very brilliant. She could comprehend, you know, calculations, reading, and I thought she was the genius <laughs> when I was growing up. So, but that's a great example, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She didn't support me much financially, but mm. she always gave us an encouraging heart. We always had to, you know, I always needed that. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't need so much financial support. Right now, she could even just call me and say, you know, Godfrey, I have like 10 million or 6 million right here and I don't have anything to use it for. Mm-hmm. Just keep it or maybe use it, you give it to me later. Mm-hmm. But way then, all she had was encouraging words. Mm-hmm. And all my father had was, you stupid people. Mm-hmm. You are as dumb as your mom. And that was so hard. I, I get it when you say it was so hard, but it has pushed you yeah, it, it really pushed to really me. make something of yourself. It really pushed me. Um, because you know you could have gone either way as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, actually I was really close to being a drug addict. To an extent that the first time I tried it, I got a very bad stomach ache mm. and diarrhea. So that's the only hold I had. Go. Thank you. Thank <laughs> so you. I, I, whenever I look back, I just appreciate God for that because my body really rejected drugs. But if it was okay at that moment, in my form too, I would In form be too, you'd yeah. have taken that path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, I, would, I don't know. And for many people, once you start, you can never stop. You can never stop. Mm-hmm. So I just appreciate God for that. Maybe just say, no, this mm-hmm. is not your path. He had plans for you. Yeah, he had plans for me, so. So you finished A level. Uh-huh. You did well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did well. I did well. I actually got um, a government sponsorship in Bara University, mm-hmm. and that was uh, a diploma in chemical engineering. Okay. But I didn't go there. Okay. Uh, because I was so much of Omidb, mm-hmm. I, I was so much used to town. Mm. So I got to Chambogo. They gave me a bachelor's degree in science, technology, physics. Mm-hmm. I would manage that because I was good at physics. Mm-hmm. I was good at math and those are the, uh, the core yes, yes. And then, yeah, I think he paid for me the first two semesters and then the following semesters, life was really hard. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, after my Form 6, because I was a bit sharp with math and physics, I remember I was, uh, I was residing with my, my, my auntie. She, mm-hmm. She's the youngest in my mother's family. So... I went to a certain school and asked them if they could allow me, you know, do some teaching. Oh. And these guys accepted me, but how much were they just paying you? <laughs> <laughs> so uh these guys used to pay me twenty thousand UGX every month. A month? Okay. And that I used to get five thousand Uganda shillings every week. So that means four weeks. Mm-hmm. That 5, is 5,000 times 4, that is 20,000. Mm-hmm. But I don't regret getting that. Okay. I was, you know, I was fed. I um, I used to have shelter. Mm-hmm. So it was just buying airtime maybe to chat with people and okay. getting exposure. But then if it wasn't me accepting that, actually I wouldn't be here. Mm. Okay. I wouldn't be here. I never despised it. Moved ahead. So you started there. Yes. That they was, gave you the opportunity. They gave me the opportunity. Did you continue to work with the school? Yes, I continued to. Mm-hmm. I joined campus and then they could also see more value in me. They increased my salary to around 100,000 slowly. Mm. And then when I joined university, getting exposure, more schools got to know that I was really brilliant with physics and okay. math. So they started giving me jobs. I, um, I remember by my second semester first year, 
I was teaching three schools. <laughs> no way. Three schools. Wow. And I was also good in class. Mm-hmm. So three schools could give me around five hundred thousand or six hundred thousand. That was for good money. someone on campus. Yes, I was at campus. That is really that good was money. 2010. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 2010, yeah. So it was just overwhelming for mm-hmm. me. Uh, I started to save slowly. And you were I, able to help back home as well, I'm not sure. Really. My mom was, was okay because okay, she, at that we have point. Some, some good land. I think that is one of the biggest advantages we have at home. Mm-hmm. It's around six acres and she could use she had proper use for it so mm-hmm. she was okay at home so okay it sounds like I, I she was both brilliant and hardworking. very much mm-hmm. very much she has always been this person who uses um whatever little is available to her advantage okay yes yes, okay. yes, yes. so i wasn't helping that much my other siblings were also still in school mm-hmm. just trying to struggle and i think i'm the only one who managed to reach university okay Amongst my brothers, mm-hmm. but they're all doing okay. They're doing all right. Yeah, they're all doing okay. okay. So, my first campus was hard. Um, I remember my second year. I think <laughs> I pulled out like, like three times. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why was to, it? Because you had to find your uh, own tuition. Uh, yeah, I had to find my own tuition. At, at a certain point, it was so hard even to, you know, to feed myself. I had to help some brothers of mine to get some fees. Mm-hmm. Like three times, I remember asking for the idea. Mm-hmm. You revise, you read, you re- you do everything until it's time for exams, and you cannot sit for them. Yeah, you don't have that, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I even tried to sneak, and this lecturer of mine, who was a very good friend, <laughs> he pulled me and he said, "Good, I cannot allow you to sit, yeah. even though you're my good friend." I actually hated him for that. I know. But then, did, these did days he, we meet. Did you ever open up and let him know what you were going through? Yeah, he tried. Uh, he said, the only thing I can do is try to call your parents and see if they can help. But if they cannot, there's nothing much I could do. Mm-hmm. The rules are the rules. And it was very little money. It was around 700000 800000 Our cost was so cheap. Since technology was, was cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cheap. So, did you eventually give up? I had to. I had to, and uh, there are some little, little little jobs I was still doing. But then I realized I couldn't keep up with teaching because if I don't have a qualification, I would still. I be was the about step. to ask you, like, how were you managing that? How were you navigating? Yeah, yeah, most people just knew me because of my brilliance. Mm-hmm. They used me because I was good at that. But deep in my head, I knew I wouldn't do this forever mm-hmm. because at one moment. I would get a very big gig and they ask me for qualifications and then I run up and about to lie around, maybe mm. fake stuff. So I knew I couldn't go on with teaching. Okay. But then when I was teaching, there was this gentleman, he's a haji. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have to withhold these, these names and maybe if, if I ask consent from him. Mm-hmm. So he knew me, I was very good. He could call me and I could... Uh, privately teaches kids okay and he had also not gone so much further in studies but i gave him the inspiration to go back and finish he actually finished all level and passed the subjects that i taught him privately <laughs> what he got a pass seven in in math and a pass eight in physics and you taught him yeah i also taught him I, as I you were teaching his children to go back to school wow and finish mm-hmm. so after all the scuffle and the you know the disappointments i just told him I don't have what to do. And he said, you know what? You're a very brilliant man. And if you don't have what to do, 
just come mm-hmm. i'll give you what to do okay he just recruited me as a data assistant and um, mm-hmm. slowly i started getting engaged in accounting and i was good at that and then i realized the other thing came back you cannot do this forever if you don't have qualifications mm-hmm. so i enrolled for cpa Ah. And remember, CPA is uh, you can enroll even with a senior six certificate. Yes, so you can. I started doing that, and um, I started working when he was giving me five hundred, six hundred thousand. When I enrolled for CPA, my salary shot to two point five million. <laughs> Whoa, that's a. I was good. <laughs> if you have inspired anyone today, <laughs> I think they have latched onto that. I really, I don't know. I was good. and better than even the guys who were in accounts before me because mm-hmm. you know people like us who know how much we've gone through you try to make sure we exploit you, any chance that has excel. been given to you yes, and you excel <laughs> mm-hmm. so that was a very big plus for me so that was my journey for almost 6 <laughs> years or 7 wow yeah That's a lot to go through yeah. and to come out on that end. Yeah. And then now when we look at where you are, you were saying that you decided to quit yes. your full-time job yeah. to get into art. Um this y- space that you're in now. You know, I used to get a lot of inspirations from uh, YouTube videos, from friends I've seen make it in life and mm-hmm. one thing I knew for sure, you cannot keep being an employee forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And down the road in 2018 i had my first daughter i realized um i was very much hard working that even my boss's children had envy on me because of that even where i was sent as an employee to uh, his counterparts my boss mm-hmm. they used to think i'm a son to the boss <laughs> so I, I realized i wouldn't make it that far as well mm. god forbid if this person passed on Yeah. I knew I wouldn't have this job. Okay. Because he recruited me on um He pretty know, much kind of took you on as his son, as right? A, as a son. Mm. So um I had to make a decision. So like 3 years down the road I decided to start up something. It was a very little craft shop. Okay. In Mengo and I knew I had a dream to make it bigger. So I started, you know, collecting capital slowly. You know, you go to friends, you talk to them and then they trust you, they give you stuff, you pay them slowly. Mm-hmm. So my capital kept growing and then I knew the location was bad. Okay. But I had to start. So when the capital grew a, a bit, I decided to shift to mm-hmm. Uganda Road. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it is the district for that. That's the hub. Yes, that's the hub. So um yeah, and then It was really working well. The shop is actually still there mm-hmm. and it is it is working well. So I knew something was missing. Okay. Because I really love art and I love artists. I love what they Have do. Have you always loved art? Very much in my form 6 I did. I know you said art. it was a hobby. <laughs> it was a But hobby. But I feel like sometimes people lose that connection. It's yeah, yeah, something yeah. they really loved back in the day. Just don't joke with the person who did sciences and struggled with art. Mhm. Mhm. That was a very big passion for me. So mm-hmm. I just decided to resign because I wanted to build an empire. Was there anyone you were looking up to, anyone who inspired you? I wouldn't say I had one, but I've always wanted to belong in the industry. Mm. I'd actually wanted to enroll and study art again, doing CPA as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had made that decision. Mm. But then I realized um there's something bigger to that cause than mm-hmm. just being in the practice as well. 
Yeah. I've always dealt with artists. I've looked at them and they were really struggling with marketing. Yes. They were really struggling with It's um, hard to be the business yes, and yes. the creative at the same and time. The at the same time. So that's when I decided to open the shop. Let me resell their work. Go and do the work. Just bring them to my shop. And then I realized at the same time I was doing something nice, but mm-hmm. there's a clientele that was, you know, missing mm-hmm. on what I do. A lot of people could come to my shop and they're like, you're good at social media. We see the posts and we think you are, you are a very big fan. But <laughs> look at where you are. You're just displaying works all over the walls. And, you know, you cannot even see <laughs> who the Who are these color. people who are not holding back? My goodness. <laughs> I had a lot of people who could see me really doing well on social media. Mm-hmm. But when so they come to pushing the, the work and the, everything. Yeah, yeah, when they come to my small shop, they're like, mm-hmm. this is not the kind of quality we expect, you know, okay. because of the location. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have been to that hub, there are artworks everywhere. Everywhere. Even they can even fall trees. on your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> in trees. <laughs> yeah. I just knew, uh, okay, this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. I have to get somewhere. Then. I just decided, I look up to Kalonji so much. Mm-hmm. He's been in the game Daudi. for mm-hmm. 20 years. Yeah. That's a very big inspiration. And then I just decided to add value to the industry and decided to um, establish the gallery. Okay. Your own art gallery. My own art gallery. Mm-hmm. And um, The decision to go into that full time. Full time. Was that uh, scary? It was I'm really sure scary because mm-hmm. I knew it's a very big dream. But I can't do it alongside this other job that I have. Mm-hmm. I would either cheat myself, my baby, the gallery, mm-hmm. or cheat on Haji. And he was my very good friend. Yes. Actually. Leaving must have been hard. It was very hard. And I'm that honestly telling you the truth. Uh-huh. My education background, not even my wife knows. This is the first time I've ever opened up on this. Mm-hmm. Not even my wife knows that I didn't finish university. Wow. When I was leaving Mose, I didn't tell him that I'm going to start my own business. Mm-hmm. Actually, I lied to him mm. that I'm going back for further studies. It's a very difficult conversation to have. It is my first time to open up about my education background. Mm-hmm. It is my first time to open up about what I had to do to leave Mose because he was my very good friend. Even right now, I just told him I'll be around anytime you need me mm-hmm. for consultancy stuff, you know, things that are really hard for you. And actually, I still do work for him. I imagine it, it almost feels like betrayal. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Even though you know what your vision is, what your dream is, someone who had believed in you and given you so yeah. much. There was no better way I could have, you know, broken it, <laughs> broken this news. Like, there's no better way. I, I just don't know how to explain it. Mm. But I hope you'll understand. Mm-hmm. I hope he will. When he sees you doing well. He's proud of me. Actually, that, a son... That, that's uh, important. His, his son made an order of a portrait. I even have it in my car. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to deliver it. Ah, <laughs> I think see? in the evening. So. <laughs> but he does it. I'm sure by now. now he has seen. He's like, hmm, yeah. this is what he's okay. doing. When I was still at work, he used to know he used to deal in art. Okay. But my reason to leave office, he couldn't believe that it was purely going mm-hmm. to do art. Yeah. But he knew I would still continue, but mm-hmm. he didn't know that I left that too. But you know, I, I feel like you're being very hard on yourself, Godfrey. You're being very hard on yourself because um, even with our own children, whoever yeah. you take under your wing, eventually they move on, they, they move grow, on. they mm-hmm. go to the next level. You can't hold someone in one space. 
If you do, if you want to hold someone down, then you don't wish them well. And clearly, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I feel yeah. like you're being very hard on yourself. I, 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 have, I think I have been hard on myself, but he used to to say these words that could penetrate your heart. Like, after I said you so much, son, I've given you my all. You know, I've taught you everything that I know. Never disappoint me. But then deep in my heart, I knew mm. I would never be this son forever if I'm not the actual son. Yes. Deep in my heart, I knew. So I had to get, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, all the reasons to give. Yeah. Actually, it almost took a year to leave mm-hmm. because I had to train someone first. Of course, and yes. And then break the news so that if I leave, she'll be like, but do you have anyone you've left uh-huh. behind? So I left a team of three guys to do my work. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay. He used not to come to office for almost four years. He could work from home. Mm. And I could and coordinate everything. You. Yeah, he trusted me. But when I left, these three guys replaced me. Mm-hmm. And he also came back to office. <laughs> Just to make sure things keep going. And the sons and the daughters who thought that I was, you know, useless... So my work, mm-hmm. so my potential after my departure. Yes, that's when you start to see. They always say it's when you lose someone that you really begin to appreciate them. To appreciate them. how much value they had. Now, going into the art business is something that I think as Ugandans, mm. we still have a long way to go Very when it long. comes to appreciation of art. Mm-hmm. Um, you find that it, you have to build your networks. You have to have your point-to-point contacts. Mm. Within country, I mean, with artists, but mm. with a lot of art galleries and other people in the art world. How mm. has that been for you? How many years are we now with Ndugu Art Gallery? I would say Ndugu Art Gallery has always been with me since I started dealing in art. That is around <laughs> eight years or seven years ago. Okay. The gallery is just, how do they call it? There's no better way to put it, but it has always been in my at the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Actually, that is not the biggest gallery I want to have. Okay. There's an inspiration yeah, we're still on our way, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> There's an inspiration of a gallery in Arusha. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, the Heritage, mm-hmm. the Culture Heritage. It's run by Saif. I don't know if you've been there. Yeah, I've heard about it. It's, this place is seated on over four to five acres of land. Mm. And I want to make something bigger than that. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> big that, dreams. Very big. Mm-hmm. This is just a start. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to have a gallery when I'm just renting out space. I want something owned by us. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wouldn't want to be identified as the proprietor. Of, okay, I, I would want to be identified as the proprietor, but I wouldn't want to own that place myself. Mm-hmm. No. So you would like it to be a space. A space. Literally a space for everyone to everyone. come and experience art. And that's the reason why I call it Ndugu. Ndugu is a Swahili word, mm-hmm. meaning brother. So it's not purely me. Mm-hmm. Like I've told you, my journey, <laughs> I've always had talks with these guys and they yeah. trusted me with their work without me giving them a coin. Yeah. So I had to make sure I, uh, I don't disappoint them and then do something that would really benefit them in future. Mm-hmm. And this is my journey now. So how can people find out more? More about what? About Sorry. you, about the art gallery. Because you mentioned <sighs> your social media was already doing a good job yeah, when but, you were still in that small space. But still space. the social media was in names of Ndogo. Actually, out so, of a hundred of the clients that I deal with, mm-hmm. I would say two out of a hundred know my actual name. 
So everyone knows you and Dugu. Dugu, they actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, brother. <laughs> they actually called me Dugu. None. Mm-hmm. Maybe when 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 we are finalizing or signing something official, mm-hmm. that when they get. Good for So um. Okay. So it's uh, what are your pages? What uh, platforms are you on? Um, uh, they are all. Uh, we have Ndugu at Gallery mm-hmm. and Ndugu at Creations. So we started with Ndugu at Creations, mm-hmm. and then after establishing the gallery, we are now having also Ndugu at Gallery mm-hmm. on all social media pages. That is uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, some videos on TikTok as well. As well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've been busy. You have a huge dream, but you will get there. Will I uh, get I suppose there. I'll get there. You know, <laughs> um Titus reaching out to me mm. that uh, I really need to do an interview with you. So that's a very big plus for me. Oh. If it wasn't the gallery <laughs> Titus wouldn't have known me. Mm. And if it wasn't me going for that job of 20,000 UGX Every that got you month. started. Mm-hmm. Haji wouldn't have known me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't Haji, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, in the art industry because that was my stepping stone, and I actually credit him for that. So, mm-hmm. but also I'm just hearing person. gratitude. I'm hearing the gratitude and humility, and something that a lot of people forget today. You have to start somewhere. It doesn't matter where. Exactly. You have to start. You have to take whatever opportunity uh, presents step, itself. You have to take that first step mm-hmm. at any time. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, you don't need to have a lot of money. Actually, even my little brothers, this is the biggest inspiration I give them. Mm-hmm. Money is not the papers. This 50 notes, like, mm-hmm. you know. The currency we carry no, no, no. around. Money is not paper. Money is people. People. Mm-hmm. Money is people. Like, where I work from and for the people that know me, I would move out of the house and maybe you know I'm always on the move and most of the time I'm forgetful. Mm-hmm. I would hop on a board and then like Moses just take me to maybe Buganda Road. Mm-hmm. And by the time I reach there I'm like I forgotten my wallet is like a good manager you know you <laughs> you pay, you know Oh wow that's so a nice So you way go to people to... and then you tell them I need products but I don't have money right now. They're mm-hmm. like we know you just take what quantities do you need you understand. And then I'll go I'll sell and bring back this money to these people and they are really happy mm-hmm. because I'm trustworthy because I'm doing something for the cause and I'm honest so for the people create your network of people that really trust you mm-hmm. create a network of people you are transparent to okay you should be transparent to each and every one but that accounts to your life so much mm-hmm. for the people that have trusted me that's why I call this ndugu for the brothers that have trusted me I've never disappointed them That was my journey. <laughs> And it is still ongoing. So, oh, wow. my money mm-hmm. I would be here with no coin. Yeah. But if I can call someone and in seconds I get money. Mm-hmm. I would say my money is not paper. It's but people. people, the network. <sighs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I think we are going to leave with that today. <laughs> That is yeah. such a beautiful thing to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people take that for granted. They don't realize. No. That is how you survive, how that, you grow, how you help, exactly. how you build. That is so core. Mm-hmm. People should be, you know, but of course people you have to give them something in return. Of course. And that is honest, you know, transparency, mm-hmm. you know. And you keep that, your words. Uh, you you keep have to be word. that person or, you know, someone of your yeah, word. Yeah, 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 
So even the artists out there are just rushing. We should take our pieces to Ndugu. He's always transparent. Mm-hmm. When I make a sale, I make sure I pay them promptly. Mm-hmm. And then I also get my cut because I have bills to run, you know? Of course. <laughs> You'd be a fool if you make a business that only benefits the community but it doesn't benefit you mm-hmm. it's it's like a relationship i keep maybe referring to relationship um whenever i talking to my brothers like if you are a husband at home and the woman always makes the decisions alone mm-hmm. you know you just <laughs> submissive <laughs> you just submissive to everything she says mm-hmm. even the community around even the wife alone would still say you are a fool yeah So if I'm helping the community, I also need to get something in return. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why I call myself a social entrepreneur. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ndugu. <laughs> Ndugu. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. I appreciate it. I appreciate am blessed Anda. to have sat down with you today. Actually, I'm blessed to see you in person as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming through. And yeah, we'll be checking out all the online spaces to see what we can also Huh? Please it is as, as possible ndugu at gallery just you know but we normally use twitter so much mm-hmm. and instagram okay there are the, so there mainly are the instagram and twitter instagram and twitter okay. and perhaps the website as well so okay noted thank you art lovers you know where to go and thank um, you again for coming in i appreciate and thank you so much crystal for inviting me i am very delighted <laughs> thank you <You're> okay <laughs> Groove Cafe